Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to part two of this week's Clash of the Titles, the podcast that this fortnight has pitted four movies with loads in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. So this is the final part of our ultimate Avengers showdown. Last week was Avengers and Age of Ultron. Monday, we finally met Thanos and watched as he eradicated half the universe with the snap of his fingers in Infinity War, which means it was inevitable. We're in the endgame now, as we join the surviving superheroes as they go on a time heist. From 2019, it's Avengers Endgame. God, seems like a thousand years ago. I fought my way out of that cave. Became Iron Man. Realized I loved you. I know I said no more surprises, but... I was really hoping to pull off one last one. The world has changed. So which of the four Avengers movies will be victorious? We'll have a winner at the end of the show, so let's get it on. Welcome to Clash of the Titles. Release the Kraken! Hello, everybody. I'm Alex Zane. <laughs> and I've learned a quote from Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't <that> funny? <laughs> I'm laughing on cue as well. That's good. Everything's... No, you, you, yeah. you are... yeah, so I'm Vicky Crumpton. I'm Chris Tilly. Hooray! And I'm Alex Zane. <laughs> Activate instant kill. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome to part four of our Ultimate Avengers showdown. I had my wrong script in front of me, didn't I? And I can't, I can't make things up on the spot. Every, uh, every you are not not improv. Yeah, shut up, everyone. But before we get into our final leg of our epic journey, it's time for a dip into the digital mailbag and a review from one of you, <laughs> read by Chris Tilly, aka Chris Tilly. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's a review now. <laughs> Doesn't like it up him, does he? He doesn't. Uh, what's a revenge? That was. That? And I was. I was just covering for him. So you sort of don't. Don't be disingenuous with me, Chris. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the oh, hero. I'm not the hero in this story, but I'm also not the villain. <laughs> if you, oh, he's chucking stuff at me now. Mom, Alex, <laughs> uh, cut, this is a serious episode. This is Avengers Endgame. Do your review and let's get into the party. This comes from Crinbob, and it's titled, I Had to Look Up a Word. Crinbob writes, if nothing else, this made me look up the word diaphanous, five stars. 
You read that last week. When did we say diaphanous? <laughs> I don't know. But I had to look it up as well. Well, it weren't you that said it. it, it did you say, do you know what it means? I do. Right, and you said it. Oh, but do you not know what it means? No. Are you joking? Chris didn't know either. Why are you picking on me? <laughs> Sorry. Listen, everyone needs to stop being so defensive. It means light, delicate and translucent. The review came in in February, in January. <laughs> Alex just said he didn't know what it is. I knew what it meant, but well done for telling Vicky. Yeah, now, now she can pretend she did know, like she just <laughs> pretended a minute ago. Let's just, just do end game. You two being annoying. <laughs> so, okay. on Monday, V wiped out half the known universe, which means today Chris will shred the entire universe down to its last atom. He's so competitive. Chris takes on a journey. Anthony and Joe Russo break things. They smash shield in the Winter Soldier. They disassembled the Avengers in Civil War. And they destroyed the MCU in Avengers Infinity War. Now it's time for Anthony and Joe Russo to fix things in Endgame via a film that plays out in thirds. The first third is Marvel's The Leftovers, though that will only make sense if you've watched The Leftovers. The second third is Marvel's Back to the Future 2. <laughs> and the third third is Marvel's Avengers Assemble, as Earth's mightiest heroes and Hawkeye do battle... <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Do battle in an ugly brown pudding of a location as the biggest franchise in the history of film reaches its climax. Presenting for your podcasting pleasure, Avengers Endgame, a.k.a. I can't believe the stones on that guy. <laughs> it's all right that it's Back to the Future 2 because they mention yeah, Back to the fine. Future 2. You're, it, you're yeah. allowed to do that. It's amazing how often Back to the Future gets mentioned in this <laughs> and you haven't seen The Flash yet. No. They mention it about four times in that as well. You, I mean, you've got to, get, you've got to find a way around having to bring up the, that film Without, if you're going to do time yeah. travel. I mean, so, well, so you've got, you get a whiteboard or a chalkboard a chalk, yeah. or you get Back Similar, to the Future. Similarities between this and The Flash are endless. I mean, just look at the box idea. Never mind. <laughs> hey, it's still out. <laughs> um, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I've hardly got anything to say about the making of this film because right. it went hand in hand with what Vicky said uh, on Monday. But do you want to tell the histories of the movie first, or are we doing that later? Well, I'm saving it. Right, okay. <laughs> Actually, no, let's do it now. Great. <laughs> right. oh, right. But you see, that's, that's what I can't do. Where did you can imp- <laughs> he can improvise. Easy. He doesn't need a script. He's I'm, just swapped I'm just have, brought I'm, them back. I'm so chill. When, yeah. when did you first see this, Vicky? Was it this week? Thanks. Alex. <laughs> it was literally last night. It was last night. Was really? Yeah, I've really I'm, I've you gone to the line. So I, don't know, I don't know what's happened. I've just had a really busy week. You're busy, yeah. yeah. All right. Alex. Yeah, I watched it at the... I actually didn't watch this at the cinema. No, I did. I watched it at the cinema. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, why don't I just read my notes? See, this is what happens. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Oh, Ron. <laughs> I went to the cinema to see it. Didn't, initi- <laughs> didn't initially love it. Wasn't sure what was off. But since then, watched as part of a double bill at home with, with Infinity. Uh, with Infinity. Okay, good. It's just an incredible experience and has grown and grown on me to the point where I truly love it. <laughs> so you watch Infinity War a million times, but don't bother to see its sequel at the cinema. Uh, no, I, I, no, I did see it at the cinema, as I said. All right. I did go to the cinema and see it, yeah. but I didn't love it. I genuinely didn't love it the first time I saw it. I don't know why. So maybe it was just a bad day. Uh, maybe I didn't get engaged Afterwards, again. Yeah. Uh, but I am... I love it now. So I think this one didn't screen for critics on purpose. They were like, no, the whole world has to see this at the same time. Okay. So I went to the midnight screening in Streatham Did to watch you? this. Yeah, on my own. Wow. <laughs> um, for work or for fun? 
both, to be honest. I wanted to... I mean, I I don't think that would have been my choice to watch it at the the opening midnight screening because that's not the best time to watch a movie. And it was a bit scary as well, (laughs) (laughs) especially on my way home. But... um, it was super exciting because that was the most excited audience you could sit amongst. And I was in one of those screenings. I, I thought they only happened in America, but it was definitely happening in England where people were cheering every time a superhero appeared through a portal at the end. Yeah. And so, and that partly got on my nerves because <laughs> I'm just trying to watch the film. It's not, it's not a football match. But equally, I mean, it was a great time. Only it was a really good time. in the, in the cinema not cheering. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, that got on my nose because that's what I'm like. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's an unforgettable experience. So, uh, what background I've got is just it, it quotes from the Vusos, interviews with them, just talking about their approach to both of these films. So they said when they came into this, they wanted to change the game. They liked to deconstruct myths. And as I said, they deconstructed uh, these these bodies within the MCU in each of their films. So that's what they do. Uh, they wanted to give the movie stakes. They wanted to put the franchise at risk rather than play it safe. Um, and they wanted to make a film about bad things happening to good people because that's the real world and a films in which the villain wins. And obviously the villain did win mm-hmm. at the end of our last movie. Uh, they weren't interested in doing this unless it had a very definitive ending. So that was in place a couple of years before they started shooting these movies. Um, and they believe the franchise has been Tony's journey. I talked about the last week from selfish to selfless, but also I think it's really interesting. Um, Cap and Thor as well have their own journeys in this film. I think mm-hmm. it's as much their movie yep. as it is. Tony. It's like Tony's franchise, but this might be, Cap and uh, Cap's movie mm-hmm. uh, with a little bit of Thor put in there. Um, Cap certainly, in my opinion, gets the bigger moment in this movie, I, and that's even with what well, I don't know why I'm not doing spoilers. Even with Iron Man dying, which is obviously what? <laughs> <laughs> is, oh my god! Yeah, and uh, but I, I do think I do think when we come to it, Cap's moment um, is a bigger emotional beat. Agreed, and, and yet they also said that this film is about Thor's journey back from the brink. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Apart from the fact that the budget was three hundred fifty-six million, uh, the opening weekend gross was three hundred fifty-seven million, <laughs> uh, and the total gross was two point eight billion dollars. What you got, Al? Uh, I thought you had something. Then you were going to say no, no. I was just exhaling with a slight whistle to add sort of like <laughs> okay. a, a little more to your sentiment, but I won't do that in future. I'll just let it. <laughs> no, hang. I'll just thought, let it hang. There, it was, it was sort of this kind of like. No, I thought before I said wow. that you had yeah. something so, to say. All that's right, a that, lot that, of money. That's I'm, what he's. I'll just say it. You know me. I'm not going right. to go. I'm not going to. <laughs> so, Chris, I got something to say. As you can tell from my whistle, put your hand up next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would start to become quite annoying quite quickly. If I... <laughs> so, my turn. Uh, let's do the movie. You should do this. Excuse me. Excuse me. And then just click in his face and then speak. Oof. Yeah. That's what I used. Is to that a call to... back to the snap? What I used to do to my little brother, which was uh, when you go. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. And wave the fingers just in their eye. And weirdly, we'd watch the rats of Nim. So I used to go, I used to wave my fingers in his eye but without touching and go, Seamus Nicodemus. Seamus Nicodemus. Uh, uh, hey, did you just hear that? Uh, I told that story before. No, really. And it's the secret of Nim. Uh, oh, I think the book was called The Rats of Nim. I don't know. Do you care? <laughs> Do you care? Can we talk about Avengers Endgame, please? I'm into the whistle, though. Yes. Let's start with the cold open. Okay. Uh, And this film begins by killing a kid because he wants ketchup on his hot dog. 
is that is that a killable offence? Yeah. Uh, but I've started watching The Bear because you recommended it, mm. or Bear, whatever it's called, oh. which I fucking love, by the way. Excellent and stuff. I'm only on episode four, but Richie doesn't bring ketchup to the hot dog place because he's like, who puts ketchup on a hot dog? And I was like, I've literally just seen that. Like, I can't and he, believe it. And he got killed for it. <laughs> he got killed for it. So, obviously, Renner's uh, kids, Hawkeye's kids, yeah. uh, uh, disappear. <laughs> um does he capture? Have you ever lost your kids in a shop or anything? Have of they ever, course, I have. Right? Yeah. Does he capture the panic of when your kid goes missing and yeah. you just don't know where they are? It, well, it's, he doesn't have time to because obviously his daughter goes to the outhouse or whatever to get the thing, and he, he is reasonably going. <laughs> does she? Yeah, he, he sends her off to. Oh no! Does he say get your arrow? Off? I don't. She's know. just getting the arrow at the target. Yeah, but, but it's then He's not using an outhouse. <laughs> an outhouse? <laughs> what even is an outhouse? It's an old toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This. <laughs> This film confused you from the start. <laughs> she, he sends her to the. Why would he send her to the outhouse oh, no. anyway? I think we should start again. <laughs> she what time her is it? Record. I think we should just scotch all this and start again. This has been an absolute bin fire. Could we start again, please? Could we Brutal cold open, but it's yeah. a reminder of how grim things got. It's harder. It's worse than the end of Infinity War because you get to settle in with this family that don't know what's going to happen. And they are cloying because it's a Marvel film. But it is quite realistic. I mean, the kids... I'm, I'm just watching thinking, your kids are being really well behaved. They're staying in their field, which is amazing, so that you can have a family picnic without stressing the fuck out about one of them breaching the boundary of the field. To and go in the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Just, uh, just a word that doesn't even exist in the film. Like, it no one uses anymore. And I don't even know. I didn't know it was an old toilet. It was. What. Last time we heard it was in the fugitive. It was Gerard's speech. <sighs> Is that what he said? You've got to search for every hen house, outhouse. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was then. <laughs> it's, a, it's a toilet. <laughs> Can we take it down a notch? Yeah. yeah. Hysteria's setting too soon. This is a sad film mm. for the next few minutes. Dear Mr. Fantasy by Traffic Kicks In, it's emotional. Yes, because mm. we're in space and Tony Stark is uh, recording a self-tape mm. tearjerker of a message. Oh, I've yeah. got a little theory here. So he's doing his little message and the framing is you can't, you can see him talking, he's basically addressing more or less the camera. So tight on him, good. And he's saying, oh, it doesn't matter, you know, something like, I'm not scared. And then he says, when I go to sleep, he says, I dream of you. But at that point, the, the shot is framed differently. And the minute he says, I dream of you, we're supposed to go, oh, you're talking to your wife. But he's staring right at the mask. <laughs> I think he's talking about the, I dream of this. Like, it's not her at all. Like, well, I think there's meant to be ambiguity. Otherwise, why pull the shot at that exact point? I think that's what's in there. But isn't he just looking into the screen? <coughs> yeah, he's lying yeah, on the, no, it. Let's just film theory it for one fucking yeah, yeah. second, all right? So they change the, the composition of the shot changes <laughs> right. significantly on that line. Why? Okay. Because I like it. ambiguity. Good. I, 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 like, I, it. I'll I tell, like it. I'll tell you what I don't like, uh, where he says, if it wasn't for the existential terror of staring into the literal void of space... You just lose off space because, like, we, that's oh, he, ju yeah. he should just go because no one goes, guys, like, staring into the void of space. <laughs> they go, it's like you're staring into the literal void. Yeah, you're Two right. Two words too many. Great. Good. Really good point. It, already a long movie. <laughs> Snip him. He's drifted away, and then Captain Marvel appears and carries his ship to Earth. We're 23 days after the snap. Uh, the Avengers are in pieces. The government's in pieces. There's no sign of Thanos. Um, 
Tony's moaning about his suit of armour around the world. That didn't work, Tony. We've just watched a film about it. You've got to man. try. <laughs> You've got to give it a go. We get the MCU's first ever openly gay character. Is that Captain Marvel? No. Oh. That is the character Joe Russo plays in the Survivors Anonymous, I guess, meeting. Oh, God, right. Yeah. Captain America. So, all right, fine. That's but... in a little while, though, because first we've got Cap swearing for the first time. Let's get this son of a bitch. Oof. Uh, we get the title card, and then we've got Thanos back on his garden planet. Oh, he's picking those little fruits. He's all things. by himself. Yeah. Happy. Uh, he chops off the gauntlet, but the stones aren't there. He's used the stones to destroy the stones. Thor chops off his head. Yeah. Yeah, we I haven't was, got to five I, years later yet, Alex. This is all before the five years later. I was absolutely later. gutted when Thanos, because I didn't, I didn't, I, I know how this film ends broadly, but I didn't know. I was like, oh, they're fucking with me because we're never going to see Thanos again. It's sure. going to be something else. I was really disappointed. But of course, it was such a big moment at the end of the last film that Thor could have chopped his head off, but didn't. Yes. He chopped him. He didn't go for the head first so he could say a one line at him or whatever. Yeah. And, and Thanos says to him, you should have gone for the head. And so he. Goes for the head yeah, here. But, for but, the head. but this is where Thor's guilt comes from for this movie is yes. that him and Peter Quill are both the guys that are probably responsible for this because they both fucked it up. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yes. I don't know. I don't know that... Yeah, I, I don't... I, I've never worked out why Thor didn't go for the head. I don't think it was as, as, as little as wanting to... Do you think it was to be able to go, I told you I'd... Uh, uh, maybe, maybe you're yeah. right. Maybe it was ego. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and... and that's why he becomes such a mess. I mean, it's a, it's it's harsh, but that's why he's on this journey. So now we're five years later. They've cancelled baseball. Yes, they have. Mm. They've cancelled loads and taken out the bins. Interesting. Loads of stuff. Interesting that we don't get an idea. Like, is society yeah. working or has it broken down? They, they are to, suitably, suitably vague yeah. about this. Because in a moment, I'm not rushing ahead, but mm. it's a little bit where... You see uh, Scott walking down the street and, like like you say, bins are all there, mm. gardens are overgrown, the car's missing its wheels. It sort of looked a little bit like this could be Mad Max. Yes. You know, like, mm. But organised crime is still future. a thing. So that made me, that threw me, because if organised crime is still a thing, people are still buying stuff. There's still mm. law, otherwise you can't have criminals. And there's the beautifully well-manicured lawns of the monument site. That has, that's that been yes, built, set up, society. engraved. And yes. so it's like, where, what is the world now? Well, as I say, they, they did say the government's in pieces, so that suggests everything is messed up. Yes. Um, so as you said, yeah, that support group, Joe Russo mm. is, is is the gay man in that in that uh, circle. And Jim Starlin, the guy who I said uh, created the character of Thanos, he's also in that support group. Very nice. He created Thanos, Drax the Destroyer, uh, Gamora, Nebula and Shang-Chi as well as the Infinity Gauntlet and Infinity War comics that this is based on um, yeah we lose some good stuff that wasn't adapted from that comic book because I did read it um, Thanos uh, in that fight at the end he transforms Wolverine's adamantium skeleton into rubber <laughs> funny <laughs> um, and he creates a new Ice Age um, so San Francisco Ant-Man returns yeah. uh, this is sort of a bit of a deep cut if you haven't seen the previous Ant-Man film you just have to take it at face value but I think the rat from The Departed frees him unbelievable I didn't realise until <laughs> this watch <laughs> that thank fucking you. rat thank you that rat does get about doesn't it what a famous rat it's all the way from Boston <laughs> yeah the, the rat is the real hero of these <laughs> yes, movies. Yeah, because if it didn't bring back Scott, yep. then we wouldn't know about the quantum universe, the quantum realm, the possibility of time travel. Without that rat, I mean, that rat is Thanos' biggest foe. <laughs> 
That is his nemesis. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. even know it. Yeah. But these next scenes where uh, Scott Lang's discovering what's happened to the world uh, enables Paul Rudd to do some proper acting. Yeah. Face I was, acting, I was emotional so acting with his daughter. When he goes to hug her, because he's not been doing any much acting. Nope. And then it's like, here comes the big one. I was ah. like, please, please be able to do it. And he can, definitely. He's a proper, proper actor. I can't believe what's, it. <laughs> what's funny, though, is five years have gone by. She's five years older. Mm. And... She must be going, has he been in the quantum realm or has he been just sort of around the corner yeah. because Paul Rudd doesn't age. No, yeah. It make, makes so no difference. It's very difficult to, for her to gauge what's been going on and where he's been. Are you, been are in you the quantum five, realm for 40 years? <laughs> are you five years older or what? Or what just is, the same. Just the same. Uh, Natasha's running the Avengers now. Uh, just a little note, there's an earthquake underwater gets mentioned. That's the introduction of Namor that we mm. get years later in Black Panther 2. Um, Captain Marvel just says you might not see me for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Mm. You have to explain these things. You know, we, we talked about it on Monday when you mentioned about why, why was Scarlet Witch up there and not down here. They just Sometimes you've got to just say these lines to explain why the most powerful characters aren't oh, around yeah. when required. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Captain America says... Uh, he saw some whales. He saw some whales in the Hudson. So everything's uh, all right. Fewer ships, cleaner water. You're sort of going, God, I mean, Thanos might have been right. All I along. always think he's a bit it's, right. <laughs> it's sort of like, well, things have got better. I mean, there's yes. no baseball. <laughs> might mean there's no football. <laughs> things have not got better. But, but the whales, Chris. Yeah. The whales. Um, so Scott explains, time works different in the quantum realm. He reckons he can control time to navigate all this. Enter at one time, exit another time machine. They visit Tony. He's got yeah. a daughter now. So yeah. that dream was true. Well, he had a kid. <laughs> it's unexpected yeah. for Tony Stark to have a kid. Though. It's such a clever move to have. And he's, they're all very good at explaining it to dummies like me, but it's like, I have everything now. So actually, why on earth would I do any of that? Like, every, we were really lucky. Everything worked out brilliantly. So absolutely not. Like, I wouldn't risk it. And yeah. It's, yeah. it's good. It's a off, flat no. Yeah. Offer your guests a beer, though. Whatever that brown sludge is, do not want it. I think it's chai. But I was like, what's, the, what's that it's character thick. note? It's that, gloopy. It's is chai it? gloopy. I've never had it. I, do you mean chai tea? I, I only do, know yeah. chai tea. No, yeah. chai tea. Is it like, might be right. um, beef tea. <laughs> it might be beef tea and gin. Yeah. I know about this. Yay! I've seen this. I wasn't here for that episode, but I know I know yeah. what beef tea is. You oh. do, yeah. I, was, I thought you were going to say you listened to it. That would have been a nice gesture. Bob from Cocktail. No, and um, someone put, we, someone puts clips. Me, I put a clip on our Instagram, <laughs> so I, I, I watched it before I put it up just in case um, it was good. So they hit up Smart Hulk, Vicky. Yes. What do you think of Smart Hulk? I think he looks very nice in a cardigan, and I do not say that lightly. Would you? What? Yes. Yes. I mean, apart from the... What, what do they we... call it? He's thick. With a C, not a K. <laughs> Doesn't he look good, though? Thick Hulk, yeah. I mean, the, but also, if I was Mark Ruffalo, I would be annoyed, because that's not actually just a hulky Ruffalo. Like, they've done something to his jaw. He looks very good in those glasses. It's not quite... There's nothing... Mark Ruffalo's a very good-looking person, but the Hulk is like... Next level, like you know, it's just you, you the... can't help but feel if Mark Ruffalo hears this, you are basically saying a big green <laughs> animated monster, kind of better looking yeah. than a oh, human he's... Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, cool. I'm, I'm sure a big green animated version of me is slightly better looking. Oh, like, see, what are you into exactly? I, do, I, I it, do you know what? I'm changing all the time. That's being 44. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> every day every day is a new day I didn't know I like that brilliant <laughs> kids mummy wants to look at your comics for a bit don't come in the room <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> where's that jigsaw you've been doing <laughs> 
Where's the Where's the Avengers jigsaw? Has he got the, has he got the Hulk on it? Bring it to me! <laughs> oh, oh dear. Where did, why has he got the cardigan but he hasn't got shoes? Why won't someone make him a pair of shoes? Yeah, if he's that clever. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's baseball has been cancelled in this world. <laughs> There's no shoes. Baseball's being cancelled. No one's making <laughs> shoes. But here's a question. If you if you never needed shoes, would you wear shoes? I guess not. I, I, Alex obviously would, but what his feet are so... Is, what does that question even make because sense? Because Hulk feet are so powerful that he could walk on any terrain and he doesn't He doesn't. Well, if need you never them. needed anything, would you use anything? <laughs> you've drawn a false secret you do that all the time he's asking very specifically about shoes you can't extrapolate out to the universe okay, but, well, okay. Cause Cause we wear shoes to protect our glasses feet. then if i don't need glasses i'm not gonna wear glasses that's what he's saying right the hulk doesn't need shoes it, yeah. I'm, I'm lost now right okay i go back to your pervy jigsaw <laughs> So we got uh, the testing of the time heist. So send. No, let's go back to Tony. Right, I have a theory that Tony, like, he's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not getting involved in this. I'm not jeopardizing what I have. Mm -hmm. I've got Pep, I've got my daughter. And you're like, wow, I get that. I understand that. And then. He's drying the dishes. <laughs> he, He's like, fuck this. He does see a photograph of Peter Parker, and I, I kind of get that, but it's still like you've got a daughter and you've got Pep and Peter Parker, and it was all random, but okay, so you see that. Then you're doing the dishes, drying the dishes, and you look a bit pissy about it. Mm-hmm. You don't look happy. And then you have a conversation about composting <laughs> with Pep, and I think that's... Yeah. I think that's the tip. That's the tipping point for him. He's like, "What are you reading about?" I'm reading a book about composting, uh, which is how they say it. And uh, and then he's like, and then she starts talking about it. He goes, "Shut up!" Basically, (laughs) I've worked it out. And you're like, "You're doing this because you're so fucking bored of your wife and daughter that you're getting back into the avenging game." And of course, that's the funny way of looking at it. The serious way is he can't rest. He's a futurist. He knows what's coming and he can't rest. And Pepper says it, and it's which is important. This word rest until he's done what he needs to do to protect the world. Yes. Time heist tests. They get. They send Scott back a week. He comes back as a kid, an old man, a baby, normal, and he's peed his pants. It's straight out of Community. You know, you mentioned Arrested Development, yeah. and they did a lot of Community. That's just a sequence from Community, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Um, also, if they can de-age people now. I mean, a lot can change in the MCU if you can be de-aged. <laughs> it's true. But I guess it's to do with pin particles and we've not got enough of them. Um, you love those two words together. I do. I know what they are now. <laughs> yeah, uh, the red things. Yeah, is that right? Red stuff. Red stuff makes you time travel or something. Is that what makes you small? No, I don't know. <laughs> Have you talked yourself out of knowing what they are? Because I'm pretty sure you started with I know what they are now and ended with, is that what they are? <laughs> I know that there's a scene where one, oh God, fucking hell, one of these people goes back to the 70s to get the pin particles and there's a test tube rack and it's full of them and he goes, I'll just have four. And he's like, why would you not take all of them? Um, so to get us back in time, Tony shows up with a time-space GPS. He makes up with Cap, gives him a shield. Does this mean Tony Stark's smarter than Bruce Banner? I think it does. I always thought uh, that. Well, yeah. you've got the line in there where Bruce goes, it's not my area of expertise. So maybe Bruce is clever about other... Because no Avenger can be better than any other Fair Avenger. So, so true, shout, it's yeah. not the Hulk speciality. Good shout. All right, now we're going to new Asgard. Oh, the to meet, to meet Beer Belly Thor. <sighs> 
You look like melted ice cream. Yeah. Great line. He's depressed. He's suffering from PTSD. Uh, they lure him away with beer. So, yes, we mentioned this on Monday. It or, was sort of criticised for fat shaming. He's having the best time ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, I mean, it's pretty cool. It looks, apart looks, from, the only thing I thought, you know, he sits down in that chair and he's like, I'm all right. I, you, you don't need to rescue me. It's like, what an uncomfortable chair for you, though. Mm. If you had like a big fucking tasty sofa I would not think I would leave I mean the idea of the cable being out uh oh <laughs> uh, you know the Wi-Fi being on the blink stuff like that not too happy about but yeah. you've got you've got Korg there you've Korg yeah. yeah you'd want to hang out with Korg wouldn't yeah. you yeah. it's pretty good fun and you know the biggest trauma every day is shouting at kids across the world so baseball's down but online gaming still a big thing. <laughs> Very good point. It's like that's still the, the government's fallen. Yeah. Do you want to play Call of Duty? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing with a kid in Korea. Yeah. Uh, they then head to Tokyo, uh, where Hawkeye is killing people. He's evil now because he's got evil hair. He, he's got oh. his hair looks. Inc- it looks. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's Hiro Yuki Sonada, the guy who plays the guy who he kills. I love him. He's yeah. good. Yeah, love our friend him. from Sunshine. Mm, he's really yeah. great and. Yeah, I, did you say you liked Hawkeye's haircut? I love his haircut, yeah. I hate his haircut. Do you? I don't, it just, I never, it looks, it's too severe. It is good though. Yeah. But he is properly bad, so I don't really understand, like, yeah, he's a gone on a killing earlier. spree. Well, he's, we don't really address that again. It's fine, he gets back <laughs> yeah. with his family at he's the end. In, no more questions. But they even, they go to such trouble. It's, it's kind of all right, it's really broad. Oh, you're a gangster. So he's you killing killers. Him. No, he's killing killers. And a bit earlier on, who is it that says this, he's, he's killed these Mexican cartel? And it, the scene he left behind, I don't even want to run yeah, into Rhodes him. Says yes. That. So it's like he hasn't just killed them, he's like messed them up. So he's gone rogue, very rogue. You aren't just allowed to dispense your own kind of justice, Chris. You know that, right? I like, hope you do. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen Dexter? You can do what the hell you like. No, but you. He's talking to you. Yeah, sorry, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I only kill bad people. I only I kill naughty dogs. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a grey area. Are you telling me that Hawkeye has researched every single one of those people and gone, no, they definitely deserve death yeah. as their punishment? They're not just working for a bad man. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I'm just trying to make ends meet. Uh, Hawkeye's killing killers. That is what we're told. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natasha shows up to give him hope and he's on board. Can they kill baby Thanos? No, because changing the past doesn't change the future. They back to the future, a bunch of bullshit here. <laughs> All of them are expositioning, back to the future style. Yeah, but terminate what? a hot tub time machine. Yeah. yeah, and that shit joke about Die Hard. What? Uh, that's a weird joke. Scott yeah. Lang, yeah, why do you say Die Scott Lang's not a fucking idiot. Yeah, I don't understand. And no one thinks Die Hard is a time. I don't know. Why whatever. is there a Kevin Bacon joke in the other one as well? Oh, because you, uh, you need to see Guardians. Oh, fine. You need to see Guardians. And yeah. also, once you've seen Guardians, I you need to watch... I have seen it. Oh, Okay, Which well, he, he, the no, the first one, one he, t- he says that, that he pretends that Kevin Bacon is the bravest man on earth. Oh, and yeah. Neil says Footloose is the greatest film yeah. ever. And, I'm so sorry. Uh, but if you watch uh, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, mm. yeah. uh, Kevin Bacon's in it! Yeah, okay. they, they, they kidnap the real Kevin Bacon <laughs> okay. to bring him because Chris Pratt and Quill's upset and so they kidnap Kevin Bacon. Oh, I like that. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Um, so what you need to know basically here is we've got six stones, three teams and one shot. They've lost friends, they've lost family, they've lost parts of themselves. Now's a chance to take it all back this is the fight of our lives and we're gonna win whatever it takes he looks at tony when he says that last thing because <laughs> guess what it's gonna take that yeah thor trying to explain the ether drunk is funny just because of paul Rudd's face where he's sort of almost willing him to do better <laughs> yeah. gonna take a break now and come back with the time heist And we're back with the time heist. 
Fun fact, they revisit these three different sequences, uh, reshot about 80% of them. I can believe yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Hard work. Uh, so we start, uh, well, they're flying through time. I wish they weren't using the Stargate score here. Wish it was better. <laughs> and we're in New York 2012. Um, Iron Man. Unbelievable. <laughs> I can't <laughs> stop. I can't control myself. This score is great. Uh, so there is uh, two stones uptown, one downtown. But we've got to see Tilda Swinton first, who knocks Bruce out of the Hulk. Mm. Whatever. Uh, she talks a bit more in a bit. But, yeah, we're back to... I love- like the graphic that they used to... Ex- I, yeah. I mean, you they know... should have used that. It's your whiteboard thing. But I do like the bit where she throws the timelines off into the distance the and branches. explains how one breaks off. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, yeah, but we'll put it right back there. <laughs> no, it's fair enough, because you've got to do it somehow, yes, unfortunately, because it is very complex what's happening here. Uh, but we're back to old scenes from the original Avengers. So we see Loki asking for a drink. Um, we see Hydra coming to clean everything up. We've got... This this new perspective on all these events we saw 10 years yeah. ago and it's really cool yeah yeah i'm not i'm not totally convinced in the lift where cap is there with hydra and he's like hail hydra hail hydra yeah. mm. and all these hydra people go oh cool well we're convinced yeah. take the scepter <laughs> i'm like mm. we were just about to shoot you but you said the right words <laughs> so it's fine in the right order obvious like the, the the most just and righteous <laughs> avenger has suddenly gone um and one of you guys can i just grab that cool 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 uh, Ant-Man goes inside Tony's boot-cut trousers. <laughs> Doesn't go in his butt. That was a lie. Um, Robert Redford shows up. Yeah. Did you like that? I guess. Did you know that was coming? You might no, not have... I did not. No, not okay, so he's a big part of Winter Soldier. I was uh, the astonished, movie. really. Yeah. Uh, Thor jolts his heart. Um, he ends up with the thing and disappears. It's just old cap fights new cap. I yeah, like good. that. Yeah. 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 I didn't think I was gonna. I didn't. That I is like, America's oh, ass. Yeah, but it's the fight is good. It is. Like, there's a lot of glass in that building. Very good. Do you think um, they overdo the "I can do this all day" joke? <laughs> no. It gets used a lot, doesn't like it, it, in these movies? But this is where we. What we've got now, we've got to the point where if you're really into these movies, you're no longer critiquing them. You're no longer even watching them with a, a sort of like critical eye. Yeah. You are waiting for it to press your buttons yeah, and you go, go yeah, sure. <laughs> you, boom, and you're like, wow, yeah, oh, 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 exactly. I can do this all day. Brilliant. Hell, hard you. Oh, oh, great. Cap, old cap, new cap. America's ass. <laughs> um, you want them to do all the fun things possible from this premise. Mm. And they do a lot of them. Oh, yeah. they do. Uh, so then we head to a military installation in the Garden State in New Jersey in 1970. Tony and Steve Eva teaming up, which is fun. Mm. Stanley has his cameo here, Make Love Not War. Uh, that was Stanley in the 60s. Um, yeah, again, you don't want to draw attack, attention to yourself in a lift. You knew here? Not exactly. That's not what you say when you don't want to draw attention to yourself. <laughs> not exactly raises more questions, doesn't it? Uh, Tony grabs the Tesseract and then sees his dad. Oh, he's nothing, great. John Slattery is great as yeah. Howard Stark. I, this, this, because I don't, I haven't invested as much time. I thought this was a bit indulgent. It just goes on for a long time. And I know I'm seeing Tony Stark talk to his dad and he's about to have the baby and he's got a child, but, but it just goes on forever. I'll tell you very quickly. So in Civil War, the yeah. last time Tony Stark sees his dad is where he's a real dick to him. Him and his dad 
don't get on very well. And then his dad leaves and he hasn't, they've not made up. And then his dad is killed by the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And Tony never gets to say goodbye. Okay. And that's the last time he saw his dad. So here he's seeing him again and gets to have the moment that he never had. Yep. Fine. And, he, and, fine. He, and he gives him life advice about the greater good rarely outweighing his own self-interest, oh, which is important line. for later Weird on. Weird thing to say to a fucking stranger, but nonetheless. <laughs> no, but uh, it's that flippant thing. You can imagine, it's like father like son. That's the sort of thing Tony would say. Mm-hmm. To a stranger, I reckon. But he gives him fathering advice, and he learns that his dad's dad was tougher on him than maybe his dad was on Tony. And uh, Dad says to him, no amount of money ever bought a second of time, which is a really poetic line. Then we got some de-aged Michael Douglas, because they'll never get this right, will they? <laughs> uh, what they used here was Michael Douglas from the streets of San Francisco, the TV show he was in, in the 70s. Oh, really? they, they used that version of him. But yeah, he just looks weird, doesn't he? Yes, just does. looks off. Just leave it. <laughs> um, uh, Steve steals some pin particles. How many pin particles does he steal? Four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, we're just taking what we need. Not <laughs> greedy. Well, do they need to leave some back there for some reason, though? No. Not even I know that. No. <laughs> Not no. even me. Not even the Oracle. Uh, he find, uh, Cap finds his photo on Peggy's desk, then he sees her. This might come back later. This might be important. It's good she's doing, she's not making like, I don't know, you, no one wants to be spied on, but if you're going to be spied on by your dead lover from the future past or whatever, mm. it's a good job she's not just like, like you know, bitch face kind of thing. She looks quite. Oh, I thought, do you know what I mean? No, <laughs> I what, thought you what? were going to say it's a good job she's not having sex with someone else in her office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see those. Oh yeah, that photo. Get that out of the way. <laughs> Shagging Tony's dad. Send the next one in. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do want R-rated versions of oh, the no. movies. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway. We're then moving to Asgard in 2013. Uh, Thor and Rocket are there teaming up. Uh, Thor sees his mum. Oh, oh, I love this. Such a good She's going to die. This really took me by surprise. Like, he's, God, he's such a fucking good actor. Yeah. When he says to her... I just really wanted to talk to you. It's just like, oh yeah. my God, And it's nice. lovely that mum just automatically knows everything. And just accepts. Yeah. Yeah. And just when she says this was a gift, it's like, she's so cool. She's yeah. Like, they Hello, embrace. future past son. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And she, I love the line, everyone fails at who they're supposed to be. The measure of a person is how well they succeed at who they are. Mm. Good. I yeah. wish we had more time. This was a gift. Go and be the man you're meant to be. I get, oh. I get a bit tearful in this scene. Yeah. It's very nice. And he gets his hammer. Mm. He's yeah. still worthy. Yeah, he's he realises he's still worthy. So this is a, a very brief scene that feels like a bit of an outlier, but actually it, it's doing really important things for the storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, Morag 2014. Um, God, a long way from Budapest. I get tired of that joke. No, um, it's great. It. I no. told you, it's just like, you go, because I'm in the battle for New York. Just when you and I remember Budapest very differently, I'm like, Budapest! It's a trigger. Not as good as they think. Budapest now, I'm Budapest! Gamora and Nebula are power stone in it here. So we go back to come and get your love from Guardians of the Galaxy, except we can't hear the song. We can just see Peter dancing to it. Funny. So he's an idiot. Uh, yeah, but that's one of my favourite scenes of all the MCU, so I'm loving revisiting that. Uh, a bit weird, but she go, he, she just sort of picks his pocket and gets a... It's like, what skill does Quill have then, other than the tool? It's like, he's mm. supposed to be this master thief. thief and, exactly. And Nebula takes his tool and goes, it's the tool of a master thief, so I can use it too. It's <laughs> yeah. like, uh, has Quill got any skills? Yeah. 
Uh, this is where Thanos is able to see his own future and realises his destiny will be fulfilled. And that's his destiny fulfilled. Yeah, great. Um, old Nebula opens up new Nebula's head, gives Thanos pin particles, as we've got to get our villain in place too. So yes. this is, again, it's a bit of an outlier here, but this is all about just getting Thanos to the finish line as well. Yeah. Then we've Not Vol- his younger brother, Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good pun. Uh, Vormir 2014. Um, Clint and Natasha are with the Red Skull. In order to take the stone, you must lose that which you love, soul for a soul. Have you got your hand up? Yeah. Sorry, I don't know which one to do anymore. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, now, Nebula sends Hawkeye and Nat off to Voromir, and she knows from the last film that Thanos took Nebula, uh, took Nebula, took Gamora to Voromir and And came back back and didn't come back. So, this is a problem because... That feels like vital information to pass on to Hawkeye now. Now, I'm not saying that Nebula knows that you have to sacrifice something for the Soul Stone. But you'd still go, Give it by mention, the way, yeah. this happened there. So he came back with a Soul She literally says he came back with a Soul Stone without Gamora. So you're like, there is maybe a connection there. <laughs> Just forewarn them. Unless yeah. she's actively gone. We need that stone so badly yeah, that, that if, I, if I tell them, then no one's going to want to go to Voromir because yeah. we were basically having to set someone up to lose their life to yeah. get this stone. Yeah, surely she's just got to let fate take its course. I don't know, though. I'd be f- if I, I, I think there should be a, a line there just because it covers shit like this all the time. If Hawker goes, the blue thing could have told us or something like that yeah. just because you, well, you want to know. You wanna know. Oh. I don't care. Right. <laughs> Clint and Natasha are fighting over who goes over the edge. It's reminding me of the ending of Spartacus when they're fighting over who gets to be crucified. It reminds me of two old ladies taking out their purses. <laughs> Who's going to pay for lunch? Yeah. At one point, oh, I would yeah. offer, to because I'm a noble spy of this, but then when he does it again, I'd be like, do you know what? That's fine, because I've acquitted myself. So, yes, please go ahead. My mum and my gran chucking a £5 note back and forth <laughs> in the front of the car over petrol money. I don't need it. Take it. I don't need it. When £5 could buy you any petrol back in the, uh, the 80s, it was just like, for fuck's sake, can we go? We're sitting in a petrol forecourt with you two chucking a fiver back and forth. Well, it ends up with Natasha going over yeah. and Clint having the stone and a bit of a cry. Yeah. Big emotional moments. This yeah. was a big emotional moment in the cinema. Uh, She's cleared the red in her ledger, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zing, beam, America's ass, Budapest, red in my ledger. They're so proud of that line. You know the pre-credit <laughs> thing where the new logo, blah, 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 and they show you the script. In You can see it as it pulls into view and it says MCU. You know that bit? Right at the very start. So you can see script in the logo, yeah. yes? Yeah. So, so one, they're obviously, they've got a lot of script from which to choose to be like, these are the fucking lines. And the one line is, read in legend. It's like, that is not the best, that is stupid. <laughs> uh, we're up to 2019 now, back in the present day. Natasha's dead, can't be undone. Hulk's pissed off. Throws a bench. Uh, He's got no right to be pissed off. He's, I mean, how long has he been ignoring her? I, just... well, I, I think you've got a valuable point because it's so strange their relationship. We, when they're in the diner together, and you get that elongated gag about, oh, they want to pick, they don't want a picture with me. No, they're, yeah, they're yeah. Hulk fans, and you've got all of that. And Nat's sitting there, and there's no real reference made to the state of Banner and Nat's relationship no. where they are. They seem like they just they're now back to work colleagues. And then this moment where obviously, you know, there was something, but it feels like 
you needed just one beat up to this point, which suggests there was still something there. Yep. Um, Hulk says he's the one to do this. He was made for this, to wear the gauntlet and do the snap to bring everyone back. Uh, he can't change anything in the last five years, so he's going to bring them back today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then suddenly, Laura's calling Clint. This is, from this moment on, this film is perfect. I, I had a few issues earlier. From this moment till the end of the credits, this is perfect. Cinema. He's got he's got an iPhone, Vicky. <laughs> he's got an iPhone. And it's only three weeks later. So. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember I told you that uh, Apple won't let you use an iPhone in a film if you're a villain? Yes. So it's called the giveaway sometimes when you're watching films. Oh, as to really? what kind of phone. Obviously, Tony Stark's not a villain, but yeah. in other films, yeah, they won't they won't give permission. They don't want villains to be using their products on screen. Or they uh, they give them uh, a phone and they go, "It's an iPhone," and, and it's not. It's a, it's an Android. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so everyone's back. They succeeded, but then the Avengers HQ gets blown up. <laughs> Sorry, Thanos blows the shit out of everything. Yeah, and so we're on Earth. Yeah. But it doesn't look like Earth. It's just this brown sludge for the next half hour. I really yes. hate the visuals in this sequence. And I guess hmm. to, for me, to make all this work, I guess they needed it to all look the same and be this grim You do forget pudding. that it's Earth. And it's a bit of... It's weird that no one... like They get blasted to fuck and no one dies. Like They're like, oh, the building's on me. But no one character dies hmm. as a result of this explosion. It seems a bit unlikely. I think, yeah. I think you've, you're absolutely right. I think this was one of the reasons I didn't love this film the first time. It's hard to look at for the next half hour. Yeah. Compared to the battle uh, uh, of Wakanda, yeah. this is just, this, great. This isn't pretty. I, I do like the bit where uh, Thanos turns up and he talks to his nebula and she goes, they suspected nothing. And he goes, the arrogant never do. You. Uh, and it's like, what? That's, that's leaning into the fact that he doesn't suspect that Tony has stolen the stones out of the glove at the end because he's arrogant. That's right. Clever! Uh... <laughs> Thanos shows up. Uh, Thor says, let's kill him properly this time, because he's not up. And so you've got Iron Man, Captain America and Thor versus Thanos, and he smashes the shit out of them. He does. Uh, Iron Man does some... Sorry, Ant-Man does some stuff. Hawkeye does some stuff. And now Cap's wielding Thor's hammer. You liking that, Al? Mm, I love this. I love this. I, I love the fact that Thanos now has become the villain we need, because he's no longer Thanos from the first movie, where we're like... I can kind of half get on board with this crazy plan. He's basically said, I'm going to shred this entire universe down to atoms and rebuild it from scratch. So he's yeah. now going to kill everyone. Proper villain. We want to see him lose now. So in Age of Ultron, when Cap goes to pick up Thor's hammer yes. and it twitches, it does. could he have lifted it up? But just him knowing that he can was enough for him and he left it there rather than make Ooh. a point of it because now he can wield Thor's hammer. Mm-hmm. So he was, was he always worthy? I don't yes. know. I think that's a new reading of that scene though because yeah. it looked like he couldn't pick up the hammer. Yeah. But has, has something happened in the intervening films where he becomes more worthy? I don't think so, no. It's just one note. Yeah, I just, no, I just think that he, he, it was enough that he could feel it twitch and he okay. knew he could pick and it, it up. Yeah. Everyone else. And he hits the shield with the hammer. That's an important thing, I think. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Thanos' army now appears because we've got to have an army of some kind of creature. I don't know what they're called. You probably do, Alex. These, well, the space worms are back. Space worms, uh, Leviathans, yeah. Leviathans, yeah. The, I mean, this is just... This is so beautiful where Cap picks himself up and with a shaking hand, tightens his shield back round his wrist and you've got that shot of him walking, this lone figure towards Thanos and his entire army. It's just 
it's epic. It's like uh, you can just you can feel, like, especially when you know what's coming when you've watched it before. This is the moment you're like. Oh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to cry. <laughs> and you hear on your left. Oh my god! Black Panther appears. Everyone appears. You know why on your left? Obviously, on your left at the start of uh, Winter Soldier, Cap is lapping Sam when they first meet, round mm-hmm. and round jogging. And every time he runs past him, he goes on your left, oh, on your left, nice. on your left, and it's a cold. That's back, nice. That's okay. really beautiful. Thank you. Uh, and there were cheers in the in the cinema when. Each character appears. Yeah, I only clocked it this time for the first time. How the duck shows up? Yeah, I read that, and I was going to ask you about it because I'm, I'm, I'm not going back to find that little. He's bastard. there. <laughs> it's, it's 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 the MCU iteration though. That there is sort of an animated, a, a CGI version of him that Seth Seth Green voices. Yes. Yeah. Um, seen it. In the Guardians. In the Guardians. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pepper shows up. I know. I just ugh. All of this, because she's like, I'm here. You're like, God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you wow. really, really. I know, I really don't like it. I've got no problem with that. I think, because I think she's given stuff to do in Iron Man 3, and I, that's one of my favourites. I favorites. hate the fact that her suit is, and this is not Gwyneth Paltrow's fault, but you'd look at that suit and go, that is a feminine version of an Iron Man suit, and that fucks me <laughs> off straight away. Uh, Giant Man appears, and Cap gets to say Avengers Assemble. Mm. Alex, I'm sure, was cheering. It's honestly. And just, now. Do you know what? Do you, do you get a little bit, even though, even though you have, like, because this, this is the moment. This, this is literally, this is over a decade of people's lives coming together, yes. coalescing. No, I don't want to lie and say I get moment. that because I don't. I haven't put the effort in, have I? But I like the fact that we get to say. It. I wish he'd shouted it, and he's a bit more growly. But that's okay. But it's. I know. I know it means a lot to people. I'm not dismissive of it. No, no, no. I know. I just. I, I want. I want. I want. You, you want to, me to feel the same way? Too, like, it's that weird thing. I'm <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> and now from here on in, it's basically the ending of Ready Player One. No, it's not. <laughs> Which came out a year before. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm just getting a bit, you know, we've watched a lot of these films in quick succession and I am getting CGI fatigue at this point. That's all it is. Like I find it hard to position myself. They've been so good at pinpointing geography before and now I know that anything can happen. My brain just can't. It was a challenge watching four of these back to back, I would say. You're not supposed to, are you? Uh, You're not, exactly. I had a year between... I watched six of these back to back (laughs) (laughs) because I, I did Ragnarok and Civil War. This is... This is heaven. Living in this world. It's like it's, it's diminishing returns though. Escapism. Yeah. Diminishing returns. Just this because is bad. this is the best one. People crashing into each other. Okay. Oh is it? Or is it? Or is it? Or is it? Is he this is the pulling best. a Doctor Strange? This is the best moment, I should have said. Great this stuff. Is, this is the best uh, Spider-Man and Iron Man reunite and have a hug. Mm. Peter's reunited with Gamora. She hits him in the balls. This was all his fault. <laughs> um, Hawkeye's running with the gauntlet. Black Panther takes over. Mm. Thanos destroyed the quantum tunnel. Mm. What? <laughs> all right, what? Stupid. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, uh, Doctor Strange says, if I tell you what happens, it won't happen. He's like one of those fuckers on Twitter who says big news can't talk about it yet <laughs> I hate those people <laughs> uh, Wanda gets to go you took everything from me and Thanos goes I don't even know yeah. who you are hate her like you love will. his <laughs> yeah, I just think 
was. I would have just cut it at that. You, I don't it. even know you. But you see how powerful she is because it's her uh, attacking Thanos that makes him go, rain fire. Yes. But sire, our troops, yeah. do it. <laughs> Great. I just, I just never really understand what her powers are. I don't. Which is the problem she, with she's that everything. character. Her power is but everything. she's very powerful. That's the only thing. She's, really she's very powerful in, in a way that they keep having, they, across all of these films, they have to send her away yes. when stuff happens. Yes. So I don't really know what that means. Um, go away. <laughs> uh, but now we've got another girl power scene where all the women get together. Vicky, it you're a woman. <laughs> what did you, how did it make you feel? Yeah, how did it make I, you feel I, as a woman viewer? No, did it make you feel tingly? No. <laughs> She's angry. I was did angry about like it. it. Was it pandering? Why yeah, did... I, I, think it's, I think it's a lot of male executives going, well, we're, we're doing the right thing, ladies. Because look at this. It's also illogical that in a battle you'd be like, just girls right now. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So I, it's, I it's fan the, service. But is, it, is it not a nice moment for little girls out there? Uh, no, you, we should fight alongside the men. They're, they're all fighters. You're not going to coagulate by your gender identity. It makes no sense to me. Well, we're stronger, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrestle. I'm wrestle now. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's something like, but it's a bit like the women's section is over there. Yeah, That's never, something that, maybe never like being together is one Hulk. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. No, it made me annoyed. I mean, I think all the female characters are really... I think it does the characters a disservice. Mm. Because what you've done... It's that classic thing of, like, when a woman is a director, she's a woman director, she's sure. not a director. And so they're women heroes rather than just heroes. It's my personal read, and not everyone feels like that. But for me, I was just like, you've done that for you, you haven't done that yeah. for, look for at people what, like Look at what we've done. Look how good we are, yeah. I, I, and jokes aside, I just think it, it takes you out of the movie a minute because of what you just said. It's like, that's so strange that they all happen to be in yeah. that location of geographically on the battlefield. Yeah. You're like, well, that seems unlikely, and mm-hmm. therefore, bang, there's just a, a, a flicker of light. I'm out of, the, I'm out of this moment, yeah. and I shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, Thanos has to don the glove to fight Captain Marvel, and just after this, Doctor Strange looks at Tony. Tony knows something now. This is his moment. Is that where he goes? Gives him the finger. (laughs) He gives him the finger, not that finger. And so uh, Tony fights Thanos. Uh, What does Thanos say? He's got his big... I am inevitable. But guess what? He's not wearing the gauntlet anymore. He's wearing Tony's glove. Tony's wearing the gauntlet. Didn't see that come in. And what does he say now? What's his response? And I am Iron Man. Did you just go? Did you just go? Face? Well, a little bit. It's not as good as I am inevitable. <laughs> it's just not, is it? It's his line from Iron Man. No, I know. Right, you actually did Iron Man. Yeah, no, I so know. So it's like I know. I it's know. just full circle. Yeah. Okay. So, so, All right. Sorry. Sorry. No. Right. So this scene did end with Thanos saying, "I'm inevitable," and yeah. then we pull back to reveal that he's wearing the glove and he he clicks his fingers. Okay. So that's what they were. That's what they shot, and that's what they were editing mm. and the Russos felt like it it needed a button on it and so line. yeah and so it was um it was Jeff Ford the editor who came up with the line really yep and uh they loved the line they thought it would work because it brings us back to the very beginning of the I MCU I mean I'm not being funny good for Jeff but you're like, what can follow I am inevitable? I am. Well, repetition goes, so I am. What could I am? I am here? No. Mm. I am better? No. It's a I pretty- am awesome. <laughs> it's just, it's a pretty, when you say came up with, I get it, but it's a pretty easy fucking game. It's like, you should just say I am Iron Man, right? And then someone no, says, yeah. Or he could have done a pun. I am inedible. <laughs> I am inevitable. I am inedible. <laughs> 
but it, <laughs> just just for a brief moment, yeah. Thanos goes, "What? Oh, sorry." <laughs> and then Tony snaps his finger Try again. Yeah. In fact, we should have more back and forth. I'm inevitable. I'm inedible. Sorry. Think about it. What? Snap. There. there. That's so much better. I'm not being funny, but that is. But it what a way to die. I think that's better. It doesn't take you back to the beginning. I know. Does it? it no. It's circular. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. did not want to shoot this. Because uh, he doesn't want his character to die. <laughs> Tony, Robert, you're front and centre of the scene. Yeah, I need to I'm be more, more alive front and centre. <laughs> no, he'd shot the death, but they took him for dinner to say, look, we've got to reshoot this scene and get you to say this line. And he was like, I don't know if I want to get back in that headspace and do it. I don't know if it's worth it. But for all the millions and trillions of dollars, you fucking grow up and get on with but it. But someone else was at dinner with them who talked him into it. And yeah. that's our old friend... Do you Frank know who this Welker. is? Jeff Ford. <laughs> <laughs> the editor. The genius writer, Jeff Ford. It's cigar-chomping no, uh, producer. Oh, uh, it was uh, uh, Karen Allen. <laughs> no. Joel Silver. Oh. <laughs> Karen Allen. No, it was Joel Silver. Right. The idea that Robert Downey Jr. was like, I don't think I can go back there, Russo's. And they were like, dude, you literally contractually fucking have to, but we'll dress it up as like, Joel Silver's going to boss you to do it for I a don't second. know if you've not noticed a through line here. Robert Downey Jr. does the least amount of work in these films and gets the pace the most amount of money. That's true. When, so when Mark Ruffalo's in the thing, he must have been like, amazing, this is so much easier than anything else I've done. I've been fucking working my arse off. <laughs> Robert, is this what you do? Yeah, this is your soul contributions personally worked the hardest in this one was Thor was yeah. Chris Hemsworth because he was wearing a very heavy, heavy fat suit yeah. and yet he had to keep in shape because he was doing reshoots on the last movie oh, no way. so he's not even <laughs> able to like pig out um, so yeah he clicks his fingers the monsters are all gone <clears throat> Thanos has a sit his legs go to jelly I think don't they Alex I, I believe so yeah. I think I mentioned that on uh, Monday's episode it's clever Yes. And then he's gone. Uh, and so we've got our emotional beats here. Peter's crying over Tony. Uh, Pepper pushes Peter out of the way. Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny. Like, how rude. <laughs> it really, it's, a, it's a very strange moment. It should be a really sort of powerful moment. And the way she sort of goes, get out of the way. Uh, we but we she, were going to get married. <laughs> but she says to him, Tony, we're going to be okay. You can rest now because he couldn't rest earlier until he'd done this. Until... He had saved the world. And I think she does a good job here of selling it. Yeah. As the sort of the light extinguishes from his eyes. Uh, I think that's good face acting from Gwyneth Paltrow. Me too. And then Hawkeye's back home. Peter's back at school. Uh, it's No one seems to have aged at his school. That's weird. <laughs> um, Ant-Man is home. Black Panther's home. Uh, part of the journey is the end. Um, and we've got the funeral. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, it's Cumberbatch at the funeral, because I'm looking at all their faces, yes. and his is weirdly... St- yeah, he is, but his face is weirdly still. Oh, I just wondered if really he was the only <laughs> actor who was not there. <laughs> I I don't know that it's cool to play a child, a hologram of your dead dad. I don't think so. I, I re- strong agree. I watched that, and she looks scared. Yeah. It's like, surely there was, a, there was right a take where she didn't look scared. Maybe use that, because there's something horrible about it. Your, your father's never coming back. But here he kind of is. <laughs> yeah. I love you 3,000. Dad? No, turn it off. <laughs> oh, so that, it is horrible. It's a horrible thing to show a child. 
As they're panning past the people at the funeral, yeah. did you see a teenage boy and think, who the fuck are you? I did, yeah. yeah. Who's that? Yeah, and you're not the only one. The Russo said that every screening they went to, people were asking, who's that teenage who boy? He's the kid from Iron Man 3. Ty Simpkins is the actor. That's the actor, yeah. So they said that they took a, it took a long time to block and shoot this scene. It was mm-hmm. a bit stressful for them. And then when they were shooting it, they kept going. I think Anthony Russo said they, we were having a heart attack thinking, is everyone going to say, who the fuck's that kid? Oh, no. And they did. But they said it's fine, we're happy because we want these Easter eggs in there. And he is an important part of Tony's backstory. Yeah. But it's just, if you're not paying attention. And also, he shot up about five foot since yeah. Iron Man And he stood by yeah. himself. So you're yeah. like, oh, he must be really important because he's <laughs> yeah. from the law. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean no, no plus ones. It's, it's a tiny grassy <laughs> it's <family> hill. <laughs> There's not a great deal of space. Uh, Tony's dead. We get that morning there. Uh, Natasha's dead. Clint mourns her. Heimdall's dead. Whatever. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you've got Happy Hogan talking uh, to Little Stark Junior. Um, some good face acting from Favreau here. Oh, he's good. Yeah. yeah, you can you can tell this is totally improvised as well, and I think it works all the better for it. Yeah, it's cute. So that's that. Thor joins the Guardians, and he's arguing with Peter about who's in charge. We're back. We're having fun again yeah. already. We're, we're we're back in the in the in the comedy seat. Um, Cap's got to go back to put all the stones in time. So he says his goodbyes, and he's gone. But he uh, he blew right by his timestamps. Cool. Uh, and so I mean, we're, we're in like the three hour plus minute of this movie, and they're like chucking timestamps. Yeah, we should have mentioned we, that before. We right? never mentioned it before. But sure, sure, sure. People will just fuck it, fuck it. He, he, he blew past his transponder. We've used that timestamp. Quantum, quantum yeah. tunnel. Uh, there's an old man sitting on a bench. <laughs> Scott should be like. A rat probably walked over it or something. Have you checked? <laughs> he says, after I put the stones back, I thought maybe I'll try some of that life Tony was telling me to get. It was beautiful. And Tony did tell him to get a life ages ago. He did. So they were thinking of casting uh, an older actor to yeah. play Cap in this movie. You moment. can do that. We've done that uh, for yeah. years. And, uh, <laughs> it's fine to it, do it. In the end, they just felt that, no, there needs to be Chris Evans ending Cap's story here. So sure. Okay. Sure. And also, it's what it leans into what you said before about Tony Stark initially is like, I'm not getting involved with this time travel thing. So I've got a lovely family, and then he's forced to do his own dishes, and he's like, I'll, I'm in. Whereas Captain America has gone back, and not once as Peggy pissed him off because he'd be like, Fuck this, I'm just going to go straight back to where I'm supposed to be, which is 70 odd years in the future. So he has had a nice life because mm-hmm. he doesn't check out at any point. Yeah, uh, he gives the shield to uh, Falcon. Yep. Falcon's going to be the new Captain America in the next movie. Yeah. Great. Not called the New World Order. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Brave, brave New World. Brave yeah. New World. Brave New World. Yeah. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then we cut to Steve and Peggy dancing in a living room back in the day. This is what I was talking about on Monday. This is the romantic note. Yes. It does end on, Alex. I right. forgot about that. Yeah, I totally forgot about this. I, clearly, I think maybe I had a bit too much wine because my notes end at Tony's funeral. I'm like, there's more? <laughs> Timestamps? It is sweet. It's nice. Very romantic. And, and, and it's sort of the ending of his arc because... Cap's journey was Steve Rogers learning how to become Captain America. Yes. And then this is him learning to become Steve again. Oh, that's nice. It's really beautiful. It is beautiful. And that's it. We get the credits, big credits, long credits, signatures. Everyone gets a signature. Let's get to the questions. Uh, What's your favourite scene, Vicky? Uh, Iron Man dies. Because I knew it was going to happen. I didn't know how he was going to die. And I still loved it. And I was just trying to put myself in the headspace of if I hadn't known, which I imagine you... Did you know when you went to the cinema to see it that that was going to happen? Like, it would have been very... It would have taken the roof off, presumably. The the scene I personally love, although I do think that 
I am Andine is the best one, is Thor saying to his mum, I just wanted to speak to you. I just that oh god, I loved that. Yeah. For loads of obvious reasons, but yeah, I am undying. Uh, I'll jump in then because mine is is similar to yours, but it's Tony and his dad. You like Thor uh, talking to his mum. Yeah. I like I like Tony, and I know it's stupid in a film like this, but it's the emotional beats that get me, and it's always a scene when someone travels back in time and talks to their dad. Yeah, I find is. that very emotional. You do, yeah. uh, so that's mine. Alex, I had uh, Thor's uh, conversation with his mum. I do mm. think that's a beautiful moment, but for me, it is and has always been the portal sequence. Uh, when the portals open and Sam goes, on your left. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's great. Beautiful. And all the Avengers, everyone coming through, and Cap buttoning it with Avengers Assemble. That is, for me, the best scene. All right. Most valuable ever, Alex. Uh, the rat that brought Ant-Man back. <laughs> Factually, I'd never noticed before. I'm like, that rat is... It changed the course of these movies and the MCU. Departed so, rat. That rat. <laughs> okay, great. Really? Yeah. Okay. Good. Genuinely, that rat is that uh, rat is everything. It's the most. It's the most valuable character. <laughs> in <this movie. laughs> Genuinely, none of the rest of this movie wow. would have happened if you that rat hadn't gone. You've absolutely called it, yeah. uh, Vicky. So, in the over the last two weeks, I haven't given it to Robert Downey Jr. yet because I do find him like I love Iron it's Man. It's an ensemble. Yeah, and it's an ensemble. But I do. This is. <laughs> so we discussed this on Monday. You, you, you really can't give it to an actor. Yeah, I am. It, no, I am it would just be, it would be stupid. I do think it's it's his film. And I think I feel I don't know what Robbie Downey Jr. is like as a person, but you get to think he probably is like I am like Tony Stark a mm. bit. Yep. That's really unfair. It might be might not be like that. He laughs at his own jokes. That yeah. was my experience. But yeah, in, in real life, having hosted a, a, one of the Iron Man premieres, you do kind of want someone who embodies that character because kids love Iron Man. Yeah, and when he arrives at a premiere, he is for all intents and purposes Iron Man. He like he'll he'll play the game. He'll come out of like pressurized lifts and be like. And walk down these stairs and and does it and you know you no names but you meet some of the, this cast who just sort of like won't embrace that when they're sort of not in the costume on the set they're yeah. kind of kind of like they're a name li- names no <laughs> oh, come we on they just, they just write it on that bit of paper they're just a little bit <laughs> a not a little bit sniffy like but he. He does the job off camera as much as he does on, yeah. and I think that's really important, for, especially yeah. for the younger fans. And like Tony Stark, he's, he's not as funny as he thinks he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you, he knows he's going to die. He's going to get the big death scene. He gets that line. It all comes back to him. It's his film. And I think my this is my just belief, and it's probably unfair, an actor like him would be like, this is, my, this is a very big moment. I'm going to do death face, like, too much. <laughs> and it's quite, yeah, do you know what I mean? And then keep going, dead. I'm not dead. Like, you know what people do, like, Improv in <laughs> Peter <laughs> Swing away <laughs> Yeah like that So Rosebud <laughs> I think the death was really reserved given all of those other things that must have been in his head in the director's head in all, for all the fans and I, I really appreciate that so I'm going to give it to him So has no one said the Russos they are. I mean, yeah, they are. Like, yeah. To do Winter Soldier, Civil War, and then these two films is incredible. It is. I mean, why are you looking at me? Because I picked a rat. <laughs> <laughs> and so should you. All right, the Russos. Okay, and the rat. good. Because I got. Has anyone picked across these four films, Kevin Feige? 
You did. He, he is. You? Well, no, he's the. No, I said Stan Lee because he invented the characters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Feige's the one. He is, doesn't need our praise. He's, he's king the most of the fucking world. Making right. him the most valuable. Uh, okay. Yeah, and Kevin Feige's great. I don't know. I just think this movie. Are you being anti Kevin Feige? No, 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 no. I'm, re- I'm, 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 really, I'm really. He's not very getting, powerful, Alex. Anyone sees a dot appear, a red dot on my face. <laughs> uh, it's. Um, no, it, I, I just. I, I don't think I'm ever going to have a, a, a cinematic experience like this journey has been to this point. Like Endgame, like was it was just it was obviously the climax to something that I'd been invested in for a long time that a lot of people had, and it was going to take so much after the end of this, after Iron Man leaves, after Cap leaves, to keep the MCU going. But I genuinely felt like I was ready to embrace the next chapter of the MCU, and I, I tried. And then I tried again, and then things like Eternals happened, and I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm just like it's just. I find it quite astonishing, just what a dip in consistency and quality these films have had since this. I don't want to end this positive on a negative. Right. So come on, give me some nice changes. Cool. Kevin Feige is a fucking genius, <laughs> and uh, onwards and upwards. Uh, so my change, uh, <laughs> it's mine is only. Hail Hydra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give him the scepter! <laughs> Vicky. My twin change is, sorry, I'm going to say to you, um, that's a big Twinkie. So Ant-Man goes into the <laughs> Avengers <you>. office, <laughs> you're welcome, yeah. and he tries to explain time travel to Natasha mm. and Cap, and he's holding a sandwich, and I was like, they're going to do it, they're going to do the Ghostbusters moment, which is, imagine this Twinkie is all the psychokinetic energy in New York City. Mm. Currently, this Twinkie would be... Something thirty five pounds, six whatever it is, six foot. He's holding the sandwich. I was like, do it, go. What do you want him to do with the I sandwich? Is that my job? <laughs> All right. Jeff Ford is doing shit. But fine, if you're asking, I'm probably better at this than Jeff is, no offense, because he's got a very busy day job. Yeah. If you like this is us now, munch crunch munch, this is the quantum thing. Just use the sandwich to explain time travel. Otherwise, put the sandwich down. So I've got really excised then. It really Okay. Troubled me. Because he walks in and he's like, time travel, waving the sandwich. Put a hole through the sandwich. Put a hole through the sandwich, anything. Poke your finger through a sandwich. <laughs> that, so your change is you want to see... I want to uh, see Paul Rudd put his finger through You want to say award-winning actor, Paul Rudd, yeah. poke his finger through a peanut butter sandwich. In order to explain time travel. Fine. To Scott Johansson. Yes, that is what I want to see. I'm sold. That's my, that's my literal change. Cool. Um, you know, I mentioned we saw how the duck in that big scene. Yeah. In the girl power scene, how would you feel if we could see the Spice Girls in the background and Scary Spice is like kicking someone? No? And then they all have a pillow fight and they're like, we are like sisters. Bring Quicksilver back to kill him again. That would be my change. I want to see that guy go down again. You know what? My, my change is lose this shitty Alan Silvestri score and stick on a wannabe by the Spice Girls. Oh, no, it's a good idea. Use his Back to the Future score. Oh, Much better. Yeah. That's it. That's it. All right. Do you want to talk talk us into the, the verdict here, Al? Uh, well, uh, do you want to do uh, what people have uh, talked about on sure. Twitter first? And then we'll go into the verdict. Uh, sure. Well, you've got some. I've got some. I've, I'm doing them in chronological order of films. You start. Tom Huddleston. Not Tom Hiddleston. This is Tom Huddleston. I actually know Tom Huddleston. He's a film critic at Time Out. Mm. He says the first one because Harry Dean Stanton was in it. <laughs> Fair. And that Polish uh, filmmaker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I told you. 
<laughs> yeah. I said that, and you were like, what's he directing? Vicky New. Mm. Gates of Warsaw. What did I say? Hello from Warsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, well, I thought about that, but it was so disrespectful. He did the donkey thing that, that came out last year, EO, that people said was really, really good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Paul says, the first one for me may not be the superior of all the films, but it was the first time a cinematic universe was brought together. It needed to live up to the weight of expectation and stick the landing, and it did. It also le- had to leave an appetite for the future of the franchise. Um, and Tim Park says, Avengers Assemble, the MCU, before it started taking itself way too seriously. Fair. Age of Ultron. We got an Age of Ultron vote. Great. Uh, Liam said, I genuinely liked Age of Ultron. I thought Ultron was an engaging villain. Andy Serkis's claw was great. I felt <laughs> they found their footing with were, the team formula. You were there for half of it, right? <laughs> no. Like you, yeah, right, is, Ultron. Oh, sorry, what was that about claw? I liked him at first, and then I was like, no, it's bad. But at first, Cuttlefish. Like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Infinity War. Uh, Mark Pearson, not Mark Parsons. Mark Pearson says, <laughs> Infinity War, fantastic storytelling, especially with so many characters who all get the start of an arc. Ends brilliantly on a downbeat ending. Empire Strikes Back style for a new generation. Mm. Craig says Infinity War, two words, Joss Brolin. It's Thanos' movie from start to finish. The ending leaves the rest in the dust, pun intended. <laughs> Going into it without being spoiled is one of those cinematic experiences I'll never forget. Have you got any do you want to chuck out, Al? Uh, Frank B, Infinity mm. War for me. Every beat hits the same as reading a comic book. Thanos' intro versus a Thor, uh, versus Thor and Hulk, Return of Cap, Battles in New York and Wakanda, excellent. Has heart with Gamora, but the shock of seeing who goes in the cliffhanger ending is perfect. Mm. Good one from Robert here. Infinity War wins because it involves sharp intros to characters you spent a decade getting to know, throws them together in inventive set pieces that excite and develop the story. Add to that an intriguing and overbearing villain that actually wins, leaving your heart broken with a snap. Uh, Lucy Fairburn uh, covers everything. She goes, Portals in Endgame is the best scene, but Infinity War is just so much fun. Guardians with Thor, especially the best team up, and really love the Gamora Thanos stuff as the emotional core. Avengers is good for a first try, but Age of Ultron is forgettable. Hmm. So she didn't pick one. She picked Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, on to Endgame. Callum says it has to be Endgame. I'm in the Alex Zane school of crying at epic action sequences <laughs> in Endgame. When the Black Panther comes out the portal, it gets me every time. Also, it's a cultural touchstone for an entire generation. Right. It's the perfect superhero film. Uh, Liam says Endgame because Hawkeye was a badass. I'm not sure if he's trolling me there. <laughs> uh, James says Endgame came out on Blu-ray right around the time my mother passed away. As a lot of the movies about grief... It became a comfort movie for me, which is lovely, I think. Um, uh, Jono says the first half of Endgame felt like a real movie. Has to go to that. (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) Just the first half. Daryl says Endgame. I live in the Philippines and cinemas are usually full of people on phones and talking. This film, however, had an excellent atmosphere with cheering and joy. Best cinematic experience I've ever had. And finally, Steve says, Endgame for me. The emotional impact just gives it the edge over Infinity War. The cinema was so silent when Tony died and I still can't watch it without crying and I've just turned 50 for fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Also, groups of lads filled with tears trying to avoid eye contact with each other on the way out. (laughs) Not healthy, guys. Listen, guys, remember, you can can immort at each other. Stop pretending you're... They're not looking because you think someone's going to go... It's weird looking at someone when you're crying. No, you reach out to them and say, buddy, I'm here. Wait, 
What are you doing? You, well, you were reaching touch. low there. You're, t- you're not giving him a tug. Yeah. <laughs> if I started crying, what would you do? Would you yeah. hug me or would you run away from me? In what circumstance? Circumstance I don't know. is. Not yeah. How drunk are you? Yeah. <laughs> Quite drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Yeah. I love and you so much. Me cry. <laughs> I'm going to go to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Please yeah, go for me. I can't do it. I can't do it myself. Please, will you do it? <laughs> 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 Help me, I'm poor. Then <laughs> <laughs> I got whiskey at McDonald's. <laughs> but whiskey, my milkshake. Um, uh, all right, uh, so I know the result of the vote, but should we do our vote yes. first? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because that might be the decider, depending <laughs> on where we land right. It is time for the verdict. Avengers! So, guys, the hardest choices (laughs) require the strongest wills. (laughs) Nice. V. Uh, I'll just say it straight away. First Avengers, good, solid. Ultron, bit messy. Some of the jokes are awful. Infinity War, brilliant bad guy, good jokes, amazing action. Endgame, obviously it's a huge thing, but it's too ponderous, too weighed down by the massive end that it's all been leading up to. So my vote is Infinity War. I don't think it's like much better than Endgame, but it just is my favourite. Okay, that is one vote for Avengers Infinity War. Chris? I thought coming in, the Avengers might have a chance, but... In spite of what Whedon pulled off, it doesn't. It Mm. doesn't come close to the two films we're talking about this week. And it's tricky because it's one long film, really. Um, I wouldn't watch either as a standalone, I don't think. But Endgame, for me, is three in one and they all work. Plus, I'm a sucker for time travel. So that that gives it an advantage. And I love a good ending. And even though there are 14,605 ways this could have gone wrong, (laughs) I think the Russo brothers absolutely got it right and stuck that ending. So it's endgame for me, meaning we're in the endgame now. <laughs> so, in fourth place, Age of Ultron. In third place, Avengers. For me, it is obviously between Infinity War and Endgame. And I find this so, so difficult because a little bit like Lucy, when we read out her message on Twitter a moment ago... The portal scene in Endgame is the culmination of years of investment. It is the icing on the cake. It is everything, and it's a beautiful moment. Like V, I do find the build-up a little bit ponderous at times, but that moment is possibly the greatest moment in the MCU. Infinity War is full of more great moments dotted throughout it. It's ups and downs, highs and lows, emotion, laughs, fist-pumping action. So do you go for a spread-out number of great moments or one massive moment? And I've ummed and I've ahed, but my final vote goes to Avengers Infinity War. (gasps) Oh, my day. Which means we have a winner, and the winner is Avengers Infinity War. Chris, we've done the poll already. We're in a rare place right now where we get to know whether the poll and the pod agree. Are we at one? Is the Twitter poll voting for Avengers Infinity War? 
Well, thank you for everyone who voted, because we got a lot of votes. Mm-hmm. A lot of votes. Uh, in fourth place, with 1.4%, wow. <laughs> is Avengers Infinity War. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm having a bit of fun. That was hilarious. It's, it's, actually, it's actually Age of Ultron. Uh, in third place, with 8.9%, is the Avengers, oh or Avengers God. Assemble, if you're in the UK at the time. Uh, in second place... It's Endgame. So first place uh, is Infinity War with 56.9%. Wowzers. What does that mean Endgame had? 32.7. Okay. Good. So it was, it was, you know, it was a pretty definitive in the poll and it was definitive on the pod. Uh, thank you to Echo Christopher. Everyone who voted on that poll, Avengers Infinity War is our winner. It is, as far as we and indeed you are concerned, the greatest Avengers movie so far so far <laughs> anything could happen in the future who knows there's two, more, there's two more coming two more. okay it's two more uh right uh, do you know what guys you guys now we can finally rest <laughs> and watch the sunrise <laughs> on a grateful universe <laughs> lovely stuff i'd uh, love to do that you're welcome he should have added that <laughs> You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, Right then, that's it. We're coming out of our Avengers Fortnite, our Ultimate Avengers showdown, back into regular service. The clue you gave for next week's pairing on Monday was... Let nature take its course of evil. (laughs) So the films are The Birds, which is nature, birds. uh, That is available on Amazon, Apple and Sky. And then also The Happening, which is evil. Spoiler, nature. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. My God, it's so old. Give me a break. Uh, that's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, there you go. Could have been aliens at the start. Could for ages. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, everyone. <laughs> All right, so those are your movies next week. We are doing Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds versus, uh, versus The Happening. That's your pairing. Do your homework. Uh, don't forget, uh, subscribe to us wherever you get your pods. Apple, Spotify, wherever else wherever else like i said we'll be back on monday with part one of next week's clash which is the birds have a lovely weekend bye-bye clash of the titles is a stack production and part of the acast creator network